Let's do it. Here we go. Welcome back to the White, Gray, Black Weekly Manga Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all of the latest and greatest ongoing manga releases and also My Hero Academia. My name is Bruce, the proprietor of the White, Gray, Black YouTube channel, and with me again this week is Gautam, my partner in Weekly Manga Crime. What's up, people? Please keep in mind, for all major discussions, we will be talking spoilers up to the current chapters. This week, we're going to talk about My Hero Academia, Chapter 375, uh, Cypher Academy, Chapter 4, and Replicant 100, Chapter 2. Um, let's start off with the news, because there's some interesting stuff here at the end of the year. Um, the prestigious Kono Manga Gasugoi manga rankings, this is, f- from my understanding, kind of the Oscars of of manga awards in Japan. Um, those came out. Uh, first place is Hukaru ga Shindenatsu, The Summer Hikaru Died. I'm interested to read that. That's now big on my radar. Um, is this for one-shots only? or just, No, uh... this is everything. This is one-shots. This is ongoing. This is new stuff. For instance, last year, um, Tatsuki Fujimoto won for uh, Look Back, and then the year before mm-hmm. that, he won again for Chainsaw Man. Um, but the other winners, uh, Takabe's original sin is in third. Goodbye. Airy got second. Um, they couldn't give him the three peat. Couldn't give Fujimoto the three peat. Uh, Akane Banashi yeah. comes in at fourth. Um, smoking behind the supermarket beat one piece. Smoking behind the supermarkets in seventh. One piece is in eighth. Um, one piece, Outrageous. I think it was first place a couple of years ago, like four or five years ago. So this is just, I, I don't know who this is voted on. I couldn't find the information is probably available in Japanese, but. No one's bothered to translate it into English for us. Um, but yeah, you can go and look up. That's uh, Konomanga Gasugoi, which from what I understand just means the amazing manga, or manga is amazing awards, uh, rankings, I guess. I think there's probably a... I would guess that this is a council that votes on this and not the public. This doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel like if you had public voting that... Uh, p- public voting that smoking behind the supermarket would, would beat one piece. <laughs> that would be my guess. So, yeah, I, I think like if it was public voting, goodbye, Aerie would probably just take everything. Yeah. Probably but... goodbye, Aerie one piece, all the popular, I mean, it would, you would just have the show to jump awards. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Readership and money making, nothing beats the, the jump properties. So yeah. And, yeah, and that's yeah. not what's won here. I mean, you do have the things that I listed are all, um, I think are, Smoking Behind the Supermarket is not a jump property, but Akane Banashi Takopi is Goodbye Airy, I'm pretty sure is published by uh, Shueisha in some way. Hikaru Gashindanatsu, I don't know if that is. Let me me see if that's It sounds like a drama. Yeah, from what I understand, it's a story of like two boys and one of them gets his body taken over by an alien and it's more... Dramatic, yeah. This is so. This is by Young Ace Up, which is the Young Ace website. Young Ace uh, is Karukawa, so this not Shueisha, so not familiar. not Jump adjacent. Yeah, I mean, this is on my my plan to to read list now. I believe that there's a fan translation out there for this. Um, I've seen it, so. Yeah, if you want the full, do I have the full list? I don't think I do. No, the full list is really interesting. You can go look it up. Um, Lots of good stuff on there. One of the other things was oh, there was a weird. I think it came in at fifth. Yeah, I think it was fifth on this. Um, there was this weird, k- 
kaiju what's the the live action tokusetsu it's essentially the story of these people who were in a like power rangers bad guy dress up club in college the first chapter starts with one of them has died and they're it's like it's a bizarre concept it's bizarre and intense and weird and yeah i read two or three chapters of it and it it interested me, but it didn't really grab me. It was it was a little, it was a little too maybe not pretentious, but it was just like really, really overly serious for me. Um, I'm generally looking for a little bit of a release, and I couldn't tell if it was going for. I couldn't tell if it was going to have some like super dark turn, or mm-hmm. if it was going to just be weird and uh, like human stuff. Uh, yeah, so I don't, uh, I don't know about that one, but that was like ranked fifth. And that was an interesting one. Um, that sounds weird. Here we go. Uh, those are the yeah. So this also separates. So the the rankings that I'm talking about are for the, um, they do two lists of awards. One is one is just I think male awards, and the other one is female awards. Those are specifically, essentially. The male awards are for things aimed at males. That's Shonen Satan, and the female awards are Jose, uh, Shoujo stuff like that. So oh, um, I don't, I didn't recognize anything on the Shoujo Jose side. Um, I don't read much of that, um, and I think a lot of those are untranslated. Just again I'm, because they sort of have a less less readership and less, you know, less pull over here in the West. At least in the West, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I'm, I'm, in the West, I'm honestly so. surprised not to see Freyren at the funeral anywhere i believe for yeah so the the weird one i was talking about is called Geki, gekiko kamen by takayuki yamaguchi that's the weird dress up one uh tie is there another tie yeah i didn't that's just in the top 10 so i think fryerin was 14 um there was good stuff on there let me see i think i had this on twitter that i can go look at real quick but uh yeah, I mean, it was really interesting. It's like the big, big awards, too, from what I understand. So Interesting. Well, the second biggest awards, next to ours. Right. I mean, ours are clearly the biggest by the yeah. uh, the three views we've gotten since we got copyright claimed on yeah. that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, full thread. Yeah, I... Oh, here we go, here we go. Da-da-da. Yeah, like Dan to Dan was twenty sixth, Jujutsu Kaisen forty fourth. So it's I mean it's a big list. I think it's fifty or more things that they list. But yeah, those are interesting there. Um I think I have a lot of respect for these awards just based on the things that are winning. Because I think the things that are the top four I haven't read number one, but I've read two, three, and four. Um and they're some of, if not the best things I've read in the past year for sure goodbye airy was yeah. amazing takabi's original sin was wonderful i mean wonderful is not the right word but the end the ending is wonderful and the rest of it is aggressive um and Akane Banashi <laughs> is aggressive yeah, yeah Akane it, Banashi it, 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 is, it is aggressive is the best new thing one of the best new things did we pick that for best or did yomi no sugai give it i think i think Akane won but I- I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we gave it to Akane. And that it's again, that's the best thing of the last year. 
Smoky Mountain Supermarkets, good. One Piece had a great year, I think, so I think it deserves to be top 10 there. Um, oh, agreed. Yeah. I've so, let me think. I caught up on One Piece at the start of 2020. I believe that's right. Yes. Um, yeah, you're catching up in December. So I started reading that December. Yeah. yeah. Because you challenged me to read 100 chapters before the end of the year, 2019. I said I would. I did. Kept reading it. So I think it was about February 2020 when I caught up. So I've only been... I've only read two years of One Piece as like week to week. Um, This year was way better than last year. 2022 was way better than 2021, essentially. Um, 2021 was great. But 2022 was was much better. Yeah, 2022 is insane because it it paid off all the setup in 2021. Uh, yeah, I mean, without arc. without getting into spoilers, it I mean, it resolved the Wano arc, and it also I mean, it also took us to the next place, which is yeah, again, it's just payoffs. Um, we are at a point in the story in One Piece now where all of the foreshadowing and predictions and world building are all converging and coming to a head. So, yeah, I I mean, I predict next year might be even better we'll have to see um i have no doubt yeah it'll be good good. uh the other big thing is the jump fiesta full schedule is out jump fiesta is announcements for jump um and other shueisha properties this is game announcements animes a lot of times um what i've got up on the screen are the last two days and who the sort of properties that are getting getting the main stage, the jump super stage, as it's called. Uh, on Saturday, Black Clover, Jujutsu Kaisen, Prince of Tennis, which is interesting, uh, Boruto and Naruto, and then My Hero Academia closes out the night. Um, and then the big day, I think, is Sunday. So Sunday on the main stage, you get Spy Family, Demon Slayer, Dr. Stone, Chainsaw Man, and One Piece. And ending with Chainsaw Man and One Piece... Not surprising to me, those I think are their two big pushes. Demon Slayer was 2021's best-selling manga by like a huge mile. Spy Family is an amazing new property. Dr. Stone, to me, is the one that stands out on this list. Um, I assume that Dr. Stone is getting more anime, would be my guess. That would also be my guess for The Prince of Tennis on Saturday. Uh but yeah, what do, you, what do you think of these lists? Pretty popular in Japan. Um, so I get that. Doctor, I, I don't know if it's still ongoing. It's one thing I don't really. Doctor know. Stone ended. Do, Doctor Stone did end, this and year. it ended well. But it still has anime. Um, I guess Demon Slayer still has a lot of anime going for it too. Demon That's Slayer, also done. Yeah, but there's not a whole lot left to adapt. I don't think. I bet they've got one or two more but, seasons. Not more than two. I don't think. They just did the Red Light District arc, if I remember correctly. Uh, I'm not caught up on the anime. Yeah, but there's only... I mean, how many chapters is Demon Slayer when it ended? It was only like 160, like 170, something like that, right? I, I feel like it's only halfway through if the Red Light District was a whole arc. Um, well, but it's so, only been two seasons, right? So two seasons... I think it'll end in like four or five seasons. Yeah, like, that would probably be... Total. Oh, yeah. yeah so uh, it looks are... like One Piece and Hero Academia both get one-hour slots, which makes sense because mm-hmm. One Piece is the highest selling manga of all time and here academia is popular in the west so yeah 205 chapters of uh demon slayer so gotcha. more than i thought but yeah, yeah i mean yeah. i'm, I'm more i think saturday's kind of like the b squad i would say like black clover is big it sells well jujutsu kaisen had a good year last year this year um but isn't 
isn't in the world of Demon Slayer, um, Naruto still holds power. My hero, again, is a solid seller, solid moneymaker, but not in the realm of One Piece or Chainsaw Man. I think, yeah. yeah Chainsaw uh, Man yeah. is going to get this. My guess is uh, more anime announcements for virtually everything on the board, right? Uh, Black Clover. Right. I think they have just an ongoing anime. I don't think it's stopped or sort of yeah, seasoned out in the same way. Jutsu Kaisen will get a season two announcement or more info. I think we already got a season two announcement, but this might be a trailer for it. Um, Prince of Tennis, I guess, new anime. This is I, I, I don't keep up or know much about Prince of Tennis other than it's a popular sports thing. So And he's a royalty. <laughs> yes. Uh, I... I think of the b squad like you mentioned saturday is the b squad yeah i think jujitsu kaisen is the only one not part of the b squad i think jujitsu kaisen's freaking huge really? um i think yeah. my hero's bigger than jujitsu yeah i just by sales and viewer records like i think you have to realize that jujitsu kaisen it leans older and i think because my hero academia has a younger skew i think it's a bit broader like I think there are seven and eight year olds who are watching My Hero, and I don't think anybody under the age of like eleven or twelve is watching JJK. So JJK, uh, you know, I if if it were me, I'd either if I had to call some the A squad and the B squad. Saturday would definitely be the B squad, yeah, but I'd put sure. Doctor Stone in the B squad. Put... Yeah, well, and that's why I called it out that it it felt weird because Doctor Stone yeah. doesn't. To me, Doctor Stone does not pull the same uh, the same weight that. Chainsaw Man, Spy Family, Demon Slayer, One Piece do. Here, my guess is, so there's a Black Clover movie audience, coming yeah. out. I We know. We know there's a Black Clover movie coming out. We might get a trailer or more info on that. Jujutsu Kaisen will get trailer or more info. Prince of Tennis will get something new. Naruto? Boruto? It's weird that they're here. I know there's still an ongoing Boruto anime. Um, my guess is maybe there's a movie coming for this. And then My Hero... We'll just get another season, or again, maybe a movie uh -huh. arc. I, it's really close to live, the My Hero Academia uh, anime. Right. So. And it, it just got a movie not too long ago, I feel like. Um, it gets like one, it's gotten one a year since it's gotten popular, though. My guess is it just is getting another one. It makes sense. Well, yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's see. The, the oh next? the the big big thing for us especially here is that we're talking about all this um, from what I've heard all of the live streams or all of jump uh, jump fiesta is going to be live streamed which is not always true a lot of times I remember two two or three years ago maybe I was watching you know hand cam uh, cell phone recordings and translations this is going to be full live streamed and in with live english translation also which is really great they did not do this last year last year i believe that they maybe only live streamed maybe the big stages uh from what i understand all of it or most all of it is going to be full live streamed in english so that's very cool um we'll be able to just watch this if you're up at you know two to six a.m is probably when most of this is happening yeah it depends on how degenerately i'm playing team fight tactics but yeah yeah exactly um, but that, so that, that'll be really cool. I mean, if they do the one piece panel, you know, or whatever chainsaw man stuff where you can watch it and read, you know, read the subs. Um, Me? yeah, let's see what else. The, uh, Oshinoko anime got a first trailer. The 
first episode is going to be a 90-minute, and that's going to be in April, so that's uh, spring season. That's anime of the season, probably without a doubt. That first see the first, I don't know, 20 chapters of Oshinoko are pretty stellar. Uh, yeah, honestly, it, it I, I feel like Oshinoko hasn't dropped, so I, like, I, I just see good things for this manga's future. It's yeah. so weird. Uh, have did they tell us the studio? I forgot. It is, I think, Studio Doga Dogo. Hmm. Not a, yeah, not a big studio, but again, I don't think. Uh... Well, it, it it's fine. It's just like Studio David. Nobody really knew much about them before they started doing awesome fire animation for Fire Force. Well, I mean, they did JoJo for years before that, but. Did they? Were they the ones who did JoJo? Yeah, Studio David oh, is JoJo. So. Okay. Yeah, and I I, and admittedly, the animation in JoJo is often not great, so that doesn't isn't super big. But uh, it's, it's good. It's Doga Kobo is the it, is the uh, studio. Um, I, I think the animation's good. They just have to capture a certain style, which yeah, is which is they definitely did part. for most of it. So. Yeah. I mean, Doga Kobo has some stuff that's. I think. I think we talked about this maybe a month or two ago when we saw the announcement but i think we talked about how it could just be more of a slice of life studio i mean they've got dogakobo has stuff like uh gekon shoujo nozaki-kun gabriel dropout new game uh oh, yeah. the dumbbell awesome. i mean this, this these are the kinds of things that i kind of expected from the studio that was chosen here yuri yuri uh, I have to imagine it's like when A1 got Kakia, they were yeah, probably exactly. given a bigger bag of money to to work with than normal. Uh, so yeah, I yeah, and I mean the preview the preview okay. looks good. Uh, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for more people to know about this. It's it is big in the manga reading circle, but there's kind of there's kind of two overlapping circles, right? And the manga reading one is smaller and about a third the size of the of the anime watching one. So expanding the number of people who know about Oshinoko is is great. It, uh, honestly, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it it's I would just wish manga fans were more chill about reading the source material sometimes, because I see anything about Chainsaw Man, and they're like, "Well, you can't wait! I can't wait to." For you to see what happens next it's like oh this guy's gonna die or someone's gonna die sometimes it was like quit vague posting spoilers yeah everyone it's not minor special i mean minor spoilers but if you're watching it and on twitter you've already it's already happened to you but yeah i mean no one could post about makima without someone like you know maybe not spoiling it but you're giving uh, he, heavy yeah he doesn't know teehee it's like shut shut up yeah like, exactly. people enjoy shit without yeah, yeah. It's also like, well, yeah, we could talk about the the, the Makima stuff specifically, but we won't. Um, yeah, I, I I definitely agree with you. I thought you were going to go into how people like me, because I'm very adamant that almost no manga property is improved by becoming an anime. Very few of them are. Uh, I would say things like Full Metal Alchemist are is improved because the art, the actual art of. Uh, of Arakawa is good but not great, and the studio there was amazing. Um, I think JoJo is improved, but there's a lot of things that it's just like, but like I don't think I don't think Kaguya is better. Yeah, Attack on Titan definitely because again because the art's not great in that. Um, so I, I think a, another thing that really does improve it when it goes to anime, depending on the anime, of course. I, I agree with your point that most of it is probably just better as manga, but uh, 
music, depending on how good the music is and the, just the track in general, yeah. it can really elevate things. Uh, For sure, the music and the set, if the sound is like, if the sound is a big part and involved in it in the right way, that definitely improves uh, improves the sort of manga to anime transfer there but like for instance like one piece if you ask me do i like one piece i would say i love it i think it's amazing if you ask me if i like the anime i would say no i think it's dog shit like wano arc has been good but i cannot stand the, again speaking of that's sound a, effects a, i cannot i well it's a pacing issue i hate that they will not let go of the late 90s era sound effects they're so <laughs> cheesy and stupid. They ruin every fight. Like, imagine the badass, you know, it's Luffy versus the coolest ant dragon guy at the end of Wano, whatever, and he punches and it makes a boing sound, like, every time. It's so bad. I cannot stand I, it. I, I actually don't mind it. I, I don't know why. It, it just works I, in my brain. It just really ruins It literally ruins oh. it for me. But yeah. Also, I, I feel like the Looney Tunes sound effects work for Wano particularly. <laughs> Man, I see, I, I think... I think for the time that the first arcs were written and animated, it works just fine. One Piece is goofier earlier on, and when the big thing happens at the end of Wano, I think that they would fit there, but it's not there. It's like yeah. all the time. Everything's hyper-serious, and the fights are dark and bloody, and it's like, oh, but Luffy punches, and it still sounds like a literally like the 1960s rubber band sound effect. It's garbage. Yeah. Isn't um, it funny how the sound effects work at the beginning, then don't work, and then work again at the end because yeah. of the specific context? Because of, the of, because of specific things that happened, which yeah. which make it more more cartoony and it fits. But, anyways, um, side tangent. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah so you you've added a little note here. Uh, yeah, Shitohiro Araki, who's the author of JoJo, all the parts of JoJo. Yeah. Uh, speaking of JoJo and Studio David, um, I saw it just in little excerpt on our manga is at the end of one of his novels yeah, i forget I if too. it's uh i forget it was if it was at the end of steel ball run but uh araki mentioned how editorial censorship affects him when he's writing uh darker topics uh things like war crimes or you know just any any kind of dark topics or anything that mirrors real world events are kind mm -hmm. of frowned upon by the editorial department because it can cause issues with fans outside of Japan and fans inside Japan, depending on what the topic is. Yeah. And I, I get it. I feel like, and we will talk about like that scientist guy that Horikoshi got a, a bunch of flack for as like a world war two parallel or, or whatever. But um, yeah. it's, it's interesting because I, I don't know where the line is, right? And I don't think authors do either, because at what point does the censorship of this kind of subject material become too much and it kind of kind of just fuck up the artistic vision as opposed to actually bringing up bad memories for people or, you know. Right. I, yeah. Do, do this is, yeah. So how much of JoJo have you watched or read? To be honest, not that much. Okay, um, I've, I, I yeah, I, I finished watched... the Joseph arc and I just started the Jotaro arc, so I'm like okay, just yeah. Part so one you, so I've yeah. I've watched the all of the first three. I watched it, um, and about half of part four. It's it's in general, it's not for me. It is not character focused enough. I don't really enjoy JoJo. When I read this, Araki 
it's funny that this is coming from Araki because he, like, if someone, uh, if, like you were saying, if this came out of something like uh, Fujimoto or Attack on Titan or something like that, I would sort of like, oh, yeah, I understand. Those people definitely, like, go violent and use, you know, people dying and weird violence and and stuff like that in interesting ways. I It's so funny to hear this out of Araki, and maybe it's different in the later parts, but he's not... I don't think JoJo is very good at this, to be honest. Like, Good at exploring darker topics? Yeah, it's... Well, not even just exploring darker topics, because I know that... Like, I know that Steel Ball Run is a little darker. Um, I've heard that. I know that the part that I'm just getting to in part four, where there's the Kira, the he's a mass murderer, and he, like... Takes people's hands, I think, something like that. Oh but, yeah, Yosh- Yoshikage Kira. I I don't know yes. anything about him, but I, I know everyone that. know. But everyone has heard about yeah. him because it's apparently a good part. Yeah, he. I mean, the the thing that he always gets memed on for, right, is like in the first three, like two or three parts of JoJo, if an animal appears on screen at any time, that animal dies in in the anime. Like within five minutes, if a cat or a dog shows up on screen, that animal dies. Like. There yeah. is not a single in the first two parts of JoJo. There's not a single time that a dog or a cat is on screen is on like shows up on screen and does not die, which is like. Do you have put a few human face on one of the cats, and it yeah, talked? I mean, it was weird. Yeah, when when you get to part three, you get uh, there's like a dog character. I can't remember his name. It's a Boston Terrier, which is what I have. Um, but it's I'm trying to think of how to say this. It's so weird to me that that. Araki is the one that's like, oh man, these editors don't get me and all my dark, you know, all my dark, they're, they're trying to censor me and I wish they didn't. And I think it's important that all this dark stuff exists. And it's like, man, you know Araki's you're, not you're... very, I don't think he's very yeah. good at using, like, at using dark stuff to like actually represent, you know, like, like for instance, like Attack on Titan uses, you know, sudden deaths and like, you know, gruesome violence to show, you know, how depraved other people and the titans etc are the and yeah. in jojo it's just like a cat shows up and it dies to show you that it's a bad guy and then two two chapters later a dog shows up and the dog dies to show you that there is now a different bad guy and that is just on repeat for like two whole parts of jojo so i, also, I don't think Araki's very good at this and i can kind of understand why he got a little pushback uh from his editors because he was probably just putting he was probably just like, oh, you know, I've done the dog thing 40,000 times. Let me just use a person or a child or, you know, some other thing. I don't think Araki's very good at uh, using these sort of darker topics to feed his story. Now, do you think do you think in part two, when he made a Nazi a good guy, uh, that that ruffled some feathers? Because I, I remember I don't there, was know. A cyborg, <laughs> there was a cyborg Nazi who became a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of a, a Nazi, yeah. It was very much the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and there are greater threats abounding. He would have written that in nineteen. That's probably late eighties, maybe when Battle Tendency was being published. Um, yeah, like what? What a wild decision. I mean, he hated the Nazi hated vampires, but he still hated the Jews, and that's not yeah, okay. You I mean, know? <laughs> yeah, you, you're totally right. I I wonder if he did get pushback from that. I think that's. I think I think Nazism has resurged. I guess I, I'm not gonna get too political. It's it's more relevant in 2022 than it probably is in 1986 or whenever he wrote this, right? Yeah. 
Um, so I, you know, that's the same time that uh, like Indiana Jones the movies came out, and the Nazis are the bad guys in there, right? Even there's a, some kind of sympathetic Nazis in like the third one. The girl gets like tricked and stuff, but yeah, this was it was really funny. I tried to. Uh, it was just really funny for me to read this because it's like, I could understand this if it was from someone, even like like Junji Ito says like, oh, you know, they want me to edit out this is too violent or too dark for them. But like, Jojo, really? Like, <laughs> is Jojo that dark? Are, are his like editors really trying to like... Jojo's kind of dark, but like for me, it's like hammy. You know, It's, it's like hammy dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It isn't like, like real dark topics. Like I understand... I think specifically what he's talking about and what I saw some of the comments talking about is I think there's like sexual violence towards children in part six. And that's probably one of the things that, that, that he was specifically referencing. Um, I haven't read that part, but I can understand yeah. that. But I mean, if I, it, I like Jojo because I can, I see him becoming a better writer and author generally over time. Um, and his endings are really good. Like, right. Like the end of all the arcs has been pretty good that I've read so far. Uh, while the day-to-day like -day stuff isn't, so. I like JoJo because I like Speedwagon. Yeah. And, it, it, the like, JoJo's silly. Like, he Speedwagon just says everything we're seeing, and that's the reason I like JoJo. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's or like so when you watch, like, 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 when I watch part three, like, I didn't, I don't like Jotaro. Jotaro's one of the most boring people I have ever seen on screen. Why um, is he so mean to his mom? Yeah, he's, well, I mean, beside of that, he's a very one-note character, uh, Right, like Polnareff is the is the goofball in part three. That's who people love, the tall hair French guy. Um, but e even then, the end of part three is like is hype is like super hype, super and hype, it's yeah. got all the meme like, oh, you're approaching me. Like that's from the end of part three, and the road roller and all that. Yes, road roller da. It's oh man, as as much as I say I don't like JoJo, it's it's not that I don't like it. It's that it's not it is not for me because. Um, I'll talk about, we'll talk about this later maybe, but there's kind of two kinds of writers. Uh, there's what's called discovery writing and then sort of planned writing. Um, m you know, most authors will sort of plan out, you know, what's going to happen in this arc or what's going to happen in my story. Uh, like One Piece, right? Like Oda has clearly planned out his world. He's planned out what's going to happen. He knows he's planned what's happened in the past. Um, whereas discovery writing, which is what, what Jojo is, what Araki does, Nothing is planned. He just kind of sits down and writes, and where it goes is where it goes. And he's he's admitted to that. Uh, Araki has said, you know, that he just sits down and writes JoJo and doesn't really know where it's going or where it's going to end. Um, that kind of writing does not appeal to me nearly as much as the kind of planned writing you get in, like, Attack on Titan or One Piece or Oshinoko, things like that, right? Where, where an author knows where things are going, uh, knows how things are going to be resolved, understands the world around him. Jojo well, is know, not I, that kind of story, and again, it's not necessarily that I think it's bad. It's just that kind of story is is not for me. I enjoy that kind of story a lot less. So, I I think what what I I'm wondering is, do Jojo fans take the story seriously? Because to me, Jojo is like kind of like watching Sharknado. You know, it's like yeah, it's hammy and goofy, and that's why I like it. But I don't know if this is a like, and I feel the same way about like old Star Wars, just like hammy and fun. But I don't know if it's a Star Wars situation where people actually take it very seriously and yeah. are invested I, in. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say because I haven't, from what I understand, the first like five parts of JoJo are all much more 
Star Wars-y like you're talking about, right? Like all the parts that I've seen, part one, two, three, and the first half of part four, even when they get more serious, are still hammy and goofy and good guy versus bad guy. I think, and because I know that it's referenced in this in this sort of article, I think part six is a little darker and different and maybe less hammy and maybe seven also. Um, hmm. okay. So, I, And again, from... Like I said, con- like the more you watch of JoJo, the more you kind of see Iraqi grow as a writer and get right. Like I mean, it takes him a whole season to even understand what stands are. Right? He he creates stands at the start of season three of part three. Has no idea what he's doing with them for p- the majority of part three. Right? And now in part four, which is what I'm watching, um, stands are like much more well defined, much more specific. They make much more sense. Uh, you know, they, they all kind of follow the same similar set of rules. So I wouldn't doubt that by the time you get to part six or seven, he's he's grown as a writer and maybe things work a little better. Um, I'll get there eventually, maybe. I, I watch yeah. JoJo sporadically when I just need something I, to put on. But I, You know, I have a question in relation to that, but I, let's let's pivot to another topic because I feel like this yeah. will be the JoJo pod if, if we don't. <laughs> yeah, and we're not... Again, I'm not the biggest fan of JoJo. You haven't consumed much of it, so we're not, uh, yeah, we're not yeah. experts on on jojo here uh next thing on the news i've got is in the west the viz uh viz online manga reading i don't know what the actual subscription is called used to be a dollar 99 a month super good deal i would suggest it for anybody who wants to go and read manga right not not a paid ad but if you want to sponsor you can find my email uh they're raising the price for that viz online subscription to 2.99 which most people don't care who cares? Dollar ninety nine yeah. to two ninety nine, fifty percent increase, but doesn't matter because it's cheap. This is, uh, I think, this is smart of them, and I think who cares? Is this yearly or monthly? It is monthly, so this means that Got the it. cost of a year goes from twenty four dollars to thirty six. That's that's nothing for the backlog they currently have. So right, and you've got to yeah. think they are now essentially making fifty percent more. You know, maybe not profit, but fifty percent more income. Uh, for doing this. I think that all, if I were to ever have something that had a subscription, I would definitely start it at, you know, $1.99, $2.99, like very low. Yeah. And yeah, honestly, uh, the get a Viz subscription, honestly, support your favorite manga. Yeah, it's uh, great. And uh, read My Hero Vigilantes, since it's the better yes. version of what we're going to talk about here in a bit. Yes. Um, or if you're, if you, don't want to pay money for that and you're looking for somewhere to put your dollar 99 299 you can find my patreon in the description i will gladly take your money and uh as soon as we get a patreon subscriber we'll think about doing a bonus episode but we don't have any so there's no reason to do bonus content i guess there will be bonus content coming uh maybe that's a better promise so the truth yep uh the last thing to maybe we'll use this to go into our my hero talks Netflix announced a live-action My Hero Academia. Essentially, they bought the rights to make something with My Hero that's live-action in the West. Eh. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly like it. It's a it's a superhero show. It could work, maybe, but yeah, I, I mean, don't know. The interesting part of this to me is My Hero Academia, with all its faults, is. A Japanese twist on Western superheroes, right? It's the ideas of Western superheroes in a Japanese school system in the in Japan. That's kind of the interesting hook that's in it. 
And this is now going to be, okay, Western superheroes through the lens of Japan, now back through the lens of the West, and I think you're going to lose, I think you're going to lose everything, right? I mean, there are high or school-based superhero things, right? Invincible starts like this. Uh, Sky High was kind of popular at times. Um, X Men was it called Evolution? Do you remember that show? Twenty years uh, ago. Uh, no. Okay, but, there was an X Men oh, show where they were all high school kids. Like this is not I, a new X-Men idea. First class, you know that 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 existed too. Yeah, first class a little bit. Um, that uh, being said, it, if if anything is going to work in live action, my hero doesn't isn't nearly as goofy as One Piece. So I can see this being. Who knows? It could be okay. I assume it's going to be bad because the base of my my hero is bad, and also everything that Netflix tries to do is bad. Although I had desperately holding out hope for the One Piece live action. So, like, what what the hell are they going to do? Like, because this works in a in a manga form and an anime form, but if this was like a live action TV show, there we're already in peak superhero fatigue, and to the point where evil superman is kind of the meta of what we go to because we yeah. already explored uh generic general superhero premises like my hero academia so I, I i don't know i don't see any way of this working yeah no i mean i agree the interesting thing about my hero academia at least to start is that oh okay this is this is western superhero ideas through the anime manga you know high school shonen lens right that's what makes my hero interesting um Putting it back through the Western lens is not, it just, I, I cannot see how that works unless, it's just going to distort the original intention of it too much. This is, I have, I have no hope for this. Yeah. And unless it's like a Disney Channel movie, I don't think adults really want to see high schoolers be superheroes. Yeah. Interesting call out. I would actually have more faith in this if this was announced by Disney, because I think my hero fits into the Disney style a bit more even mm-hmm. though it can get violent and whatever it's much more kiddy and stupid whereas netflix will try to make it i don't know i i don't know what netflix is going to do with this it can't it surely won't be good and, and let me just preface this announcement and what we're going to talk about by saying we're going to shit on my hero a lot yes. so if you really like that don't be offended like what you like but yeah. we are going to shit on it a lot oh yeah it's coming it's yeah um We'll take a, we'll take a, not a break, we'll take a side grade since then. Let's talk about, uh, let's do our, let's do our predictions for next year, and then we'll end with, with manga discussions. Um, right. So this is just a fun, it's a fun game I know a lot of other podcasts do. Uh, just gonna guess three or four things that we each think is gonna happen next year. We'll check in, at probably around the same time, December, end of November, to see if we've gotten any of them right. Uh, then if we do get them right, we'll uh, that'll be a movie ticket or a meal or something we'll buy for the other. So um, Let's do it like this. Uh, let's do one, one each and yeah. go in that order and save your My Hero one for last, just so we, we okay, can sure. round it out. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll go first then. Uh, so my first one, and this, this, this one I think is actually my longest shot. I I hope this happens. I'm, I kind of doubt... It will. Uh, this prediction for 2023 says that a Western that is North America or EU 
written, produced, drawn manga premieres in a major manga group. Um, this means that we are going to see someone from the United States or France or, uh, you know, Europe, England, somewhere out there, premiere in Shueisha, Kodansha, Shogakukan, Square Enix. I, I listed those four specifically. There's maybe one more big one, but... Again, this is, you know, we'll see it in Young Jump or Young Animal or one of those. Um, I tried to see if this had happened before, and I do not think this it has ever happened. It actually has. Um, one well-known one only, though. So uh, so in smaller, and a lot of the smaller publications they have. For, yeah. So what what's the one that you know about? It's called Radiant. It's a French manga. Um, I read like one or two volumes of it. It seemed generic, like Shonen Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. It, it felt just like a manga. I didn't really feel like it was Western influence. Yeah, see, so I googled it. So that that did premiere in Japanese, but that premiered in a uh, Asukashinsha magazine, which is mm-hmm. not a major publisher, right? That's that's a minor manga publisher. So. Because, I I, yeah, I do know that there have been some Western people involved uh, with smaller publications. Um, this is, my guess is that specifically we're either going to get someone in, in Shueisha, Kodansha, Shogakukan, or Square Enix. Those are the four big manga publishers. Um, yeah, that's what I guess. I I don't think this will be in Jump, because I think Jump is a bit too close-minded for this. Uh, they haven't made any moves that would tell me they're going to happen, but you never know. I also think their uh, their process won't work with anything anyone outside of Japan. Yeah, so and and I think that's uh, yeah, those hours are crazy, you know. I think you're right. I think that's likely why none of these people have. I think they have a very uh set in stone process of, you know, your editor does this for you and if you're not in Japan and you can't meet with them, I think the in-person meetings are pretty big for all these guys and getting drinks after publishing and stuff. I just, I hope that, I think with the work from home stuff that's been happening with COVID and kind of the the broadening of Japan's remote work ideas, I think that we're poised this year or next year to get uh, a Western person, you know, published in one of these major things. I hope it's this year. Again, I think this is a, I think this is a long shot, but I think it could happen. So what is... Yeah, uh, I, I think this happens eventually, even if it's yeah. not next year. Uh. Yeah, What's okay, your on my first one. Yeah, my first one. Um I have four, so I'll I'll give two since he started. Uh I think everything new in Jump this year, with the exception of Ginka and Luna, will not be running by the end of next year. That's 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 one of my hard ones. Uh that is a hard where, one because that means yeah. you think Akane Banashi is gonna be cancelled or end by the end of twenty twenty three. Because that published this year. Did, yep. Akane published this year? Yeah, it was our best new manga of this year. Oh, fuck, you're right. Okay, and Akane, because I don't think Akane will end. I was wrong. I I don't think you get to add Akane. I think you have to to rely on your... uh... No, no, I'm adding Akane because I didn't consider... Okay, Akane and Ginka, because saying Ginka and Luna will survive is already enough of a hot take. That's Uh, true. I think Ginka and Akane are the only ones that will be running next year. I think everything else will either be axed or end. I I say end because I think Ichinose family... We'll probably just. I think that'll just be over here. in fifty chapters. Yeah, I think that's likely too. And this is, uh, yeah. yeah, my second one is is uh, also kind of a hot take. I think uh, Kubo will start serializing Burn the Witch in proper next year because it's been 
what it's had like five chapters or something or just have a one shot it just had the one shot and the anime and the anime thing that's what it was yeah 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 and those are my first two yeah you're the first one i'm trying to think of what could last we'll talk a little bit about it later but i don't think cypher academy is gonna last um Ginka, I honestly think the the part that's going to bite you here is I think Ginka and Luna might get canned. Um, I think that's possible. It's okay, but I don't know if it's good enough. I'll have to see if its first volume came out. I think its first volume is coming out soon. Um, See, the thing is, Bruce, I I don't think it's good enough to stay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I find it charming and unique. And I see potential there, so I hope yeah. it stays. It's definitely, if you group it in with the other canceled stuff with Dorororan, Ayashima, and stuff like that, I am that, more yeah. excited about Ginka and Luna's next project, the author of, of Ginka and Luna's next project, than I am about any of those other people's next project, right? Dorororan, uninteresting. Ayashima kind of already had a hit. Their, their stuff was okay, but not great. Um, what else has been canceled? Red Hood. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read Red Hood, but a lot of people said it was. You specifically said it was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I, I think Ginkgo and Luna. It's right on the edge where I could see it going either way. Right, if the first volume sells okay, maybe it's all right. If it doesn't, I mean, I will say there are some things in Jump that I think are pretty pretty middling and maybe appeal more to the Japanese than the West. Like I don't. Me and Roboco, I've tried to read a couple chapters of, and I just don't like it. Um, I need I to try to yeah. read Witch Watch from okay. the beginning. Stuff like that. So, uh, I, I think Witch Watch is one of those that kind of appeal to both. Like, where the jokes are kind of, um, I don't know, it they, they work regardless of where you're from. Uh, most of the time. There are yeah. some Japanese-specific jokes, so. Yep. Kuba coming back to serialize Burn the Witch is interesting. Um, that would be big. Yeah. I don't know. He, yeah, I'm not. Last season, so I, I feel like he's itching for it. You think he's itching for it? I have noticed that he has been more active uh, with the Bleach Thousand Year Blood War anime stuff. He seems really involved in that. He's like drawing pictures like every week, like big, nice ones for it. So I, I think you're right that he is maybe itching to get back into it. I wonder if they will. I wonder if he wants to go weekly or if they'll give him bi weekly or jump plus, maybe. Um,. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think if, if I had to guess, if he does do this, uh, it will be a Jump Plus thing. I wonder if they would... I wonder if Shueisha would even let him go to Jump Plus. I feel like having the name Tite Kubo back in in Weekly Shonen Jump would be too big for them to do that. They might just give him, whenever you get us a chapter, get it to us, we'll put it in. He, so. he got really sick from his schedule last time. Yeah, so which I assume was weekly. So. Yeah, which was weekly. Uh, I'm glad the internet wasn't as big back then because uh, I think he would n- definitely not want to make anything else after the amount of shit he got for Bleach. Uh, yeah, well, Shonen endings are all pretty bad, so. Oh, no, Bleach was just bad. Uh, for like for years, a while. right? For years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I read a little bit of the start. It was okay. Didn't interest me enough to keep reading it. All right, my, yeah. next, my next prediction here, we'll keep it moving. Um, the One Piece live action premieres next year, next summer. Um, my prediction is that it is universally lauded as a great show and it, that it wins at least one award of some kind before the end of the year, whether it's a special effect award or Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award. I don't know. It's going to 
this is again I, I tried to take kind of long shots that were tough to you know could happen but probably won't um yeah i i don't see it yeah um we'll see i i think the award i think it will get is uh best set design and yeah. that'll be I, it, you know? Yeah, I will say that all the behind-the-scenes stuff that I've seen with, like you said, the sets, uh, the costume and prop stuff has all been great. I saw an interview with the, one of the showrunners, and he gets it. And I, and I say that as a huge One Piece fan. Um, there was an interview that like a VTuber did with him that I watched. I think I linked it to you maybe a week or two ago, uh, where he was talking about Sanji not necessarily being a womanizer but being more of a flirt and I was like yes that's great that's perfect that's what he needs to be in the modern age um and a lot of the other stuff and how he would talk um how he they had Oda on set and he would correct them on like oh you don't understand this scene this scene's supposed to be this and they would be like oh I get it and the fact that Oda did that for them even just like two or three times right a creator sits there and goes oh you don't get this scene this scene is supposed to be about this having that kind of guidance mm-hmm. means that the, the show in general should be better. They should understand the story better. I think, I think this will probably be, I, my prediction is that this is actually a really decent show and the CGI is dog shit and looks bad because that's always been the part of one piece that I think has been the hardest part to adapt into live action. It's not yeah, the stories, it's not the writing, all the people make total sense. It's always the devil fruit powers they're weird, they're quirky, the people are strangely shaped, um, and I'm okay with sort of humanizing all the weird-shaped people, but, you know, also the main, it, the fact that they're the, the main character, Luffy, has maybe the goofiest and weirdest-looking body horror devil fruit in the whole, like, series. So, you're gonna see a lot of that. I don't think that's gonna work. I think everything else will. Uh, we'll see. Bro, I'm thinking, like, I mean, it's it looks goofy even in the manga, but I, I have, like... I hope they get goofy instead of yeah whatever it was in Fantastic Four two where uh, Reed dances and it looks terrible. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea how they how they how they do this properly. Um, I'm very much hoping I'm wrong and that you're right that it ends up being lauded as a great show. Um, yeah, I <sighs> because I, I I want them to win that. You know, I want I I would love for One Piece to work in live action. I just my mind can't put it together. Yeah, I know that everything... When we talked about this when it was announced, we said this is never works, this will never work. Everything I've seen has been... has been aimed to change my mind. So, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your second... third third prediction, I guess, here? Uh, yeah, my third one is... I, I feel like it's an easy one. It's a Chainsaw Man live-action announcement. Maybe the thing even comes out... Uh, Attack on Titan got one. Full Metal Alchemist got one. Yep. Japan loves doing live action ones, yep. live action movies, and they're always bad, except for Roroni Kenshin. Uh, but yeah, I, I bet Chainsaw Man gets a shit live action movie or show. I think this one's one pretty safe. I actually don't know. I think it'll be the year after. I think it'll be 2024. And I say that because I think, uh, I think we probably get two seasons of the anime next year to finish it out i think this is a three season uh anime thing and i because i think what the live action will do is it'll try to compress all of it all the whole part one story down into a two-hour movie and that's why it'll be bad or one of many reasons but 
Yeah, I, I think. I guess announced. You said next year. We, so we, yeah, which is why, which is why I, I, I picked yeah. a fourth one because I'm like, this is this is a given. I think this know, is pretty safe. Mind. Chainsaw Man is going to be a big property. You're right that every single big, almost every single big anime manga property gets uh, gets a live action. So maybe okay, the safest so my, one. You you do your last one first because mine is kind of agreeing with a part of yours. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And adding on to it, so yeah. What's so we we've, we've talked about this, and we're gonna. This is what the rest of the show will be about. My Hero Academia. I think this series manga ends next year in 2023. Um, that's a pretty boring take. So I added some more stuff onto it. I will say that someone from Class One A dies before the end. Uh, my bets are hedged on Bakugo or the red spiky guy whose name I don't remember. Maybe the glasses president guy, also whose name I can't remember, because My Hero Academia is bad. Yeah, Ida. It's either Bakugo, Ida, or the red spiky guy. Uh, one of them red, dies. Red Riot. Red, yeah, Red Riot. There you go. Um, one of those people dies before the end of the series. Uh, Bruce has always wanted to kill these kids. I have always said... Yes. No, I have for years, because I've read, I've read My Hero since... I think I started reading it like six or eight chap or six or eight episodes into the part one of the anime. I just started reading it. Um, and it was much more enjoyable that way for me. Uh, I have always said that just killing one of the kids would make it so much more interesting, right? Because they they feel like they all had such massive plot armor. Or even injuring them, right? Like, none of them have been severely injured ever at all. Like, except Bakugo just got jobbed a second ago. There was that. Yeah, and then, I mean, we're talking spoilers up to 375 for this series, so we'll start here. Yeah, and then he got shocked back alive, and he's fine. Like, And, th- and that's why I don't think they're going to kill any kids, because he, I, he yes. got like... Which is, like... Why, which is why I had to tag this on to make it interesting, is that I do think, <laughs> I as much as they have been, as Hori has not wanted to kill any of the kids in My Hero, I do think one of them will die. Because because you have to get the sort of, like, he gave his life, we're all sad at the end. I don't know, this feels very shonen tropey. like, one of the sort of B-grade characters. Like, I actually don't think it'll be Bakugo. I think it'll, I think Ida or the, or the Red Riot guy or someone like that will die. Maybe it's the animal dude who no one cares about or the arm dude. If it's going to be anyone, it's going to be, like, I, I don't think it's going to be anyone. But if it's going to be anyone, I think it's going to be the naval laser kid who's, like, the traitor or whatever. It'll be, so, yeah, so so it won't be any of the female characters, right? Hori loves his, drawing his female characters way too much. Uh, he can't write them, but he loves drawing yeah. them too much. It'll be a male, and it'll be from 1A or 1B. I think you probably have to pick a 1A class member for it to, to matter at all, but... Yeah, I, had, I remember like two one B characters. Yeah, I mean, I I don't remember much of them. So, all right. So, what's your my hero guess for next year? Okay, yeah, my guess is I I agree that'll end, but my guess is that Shigaraki, Toga, Kurogiri, all the rest of the terrible the mass murderers, yeah. yeah, on his on his team, uh, will kind of get a, a redemption of some kind, even if they go to prison or die or whatever. They'll be like, oh yeah, I was hurt manipulated abused by all for one he's a real bad guy i just mm-hmm. i just had a bad childhood and society didn't treat me fairly and now i know it that i was a bad guy type of an ending you know where they either see the error of their ways or get forgiven by jesus deku or something like that and all for one is the only one that's evil evil the rest of them were just uh formed by society or whatever you know do you think do you think they'll even go a step further and do you think that it'll be 
not that they were hurt, manipulated, abused, but that there was some special power that uh, All for One was exerting over them. And as soon as they take out All for One at the end of the series, that it'll, it'll be, oh, I'm released from his slavery, his mind slave or whatever. And now we're all not as bad as we thought we were. And we'll try to make amends. That would actually make me puke. In I, I, so I, I think this is a good take. Um, I think this is likely, but I'm trying to think of how to, how to explain this. A good writer could make this work. Hori is not a good writer. I think he's going to try to force this to work. Um, I think with the zero foreshadowing of that and I mean, there is, so I mean, that's the thing is there is a little bit of foreshadowing with like. Toga, yes, like she was, you know, made fun of in school, and even now with the spinner and the other like weird body, body shaped horrors or body shaped oh, heroes are like they they were clearly kind of abused by society. So there is a little bit, I would say, of foreshadowing and setup for this um, that it would not come out of left field if it did happen. That being said, if it ends like this and they aren't all just locked up, like, uh, yeah, I, who knows. Just fucking kill Shigaraki already. You couldn't even lock up all for one. Just fucking yeah. murder that dude and yep. move on with your lives. So those are our predictions for 2023. Uh, we'll have to see how they go. Let's do a quick follow-up on some of the newer series chapters from last week. Uh, first up, I wanted to talk Cypher Academy Chapter 4. Um, I know that I... I the three-episode test is something people talk about. I like to talk about the one-volume test, like, to see if you're going to like a series read, you know, eight, the first six to ten chapters, which is usually what's published in volume one when it's published physically. We are on chapter four of Cypher Academy, and I think it's getting worse. <laughs> I don't—or it's at least not getting better. How do you feel about Cypher Academy four chapters? I, I agree. I didn't think this chapter was the worst chapter of the four. I actually thought but... this was the worst chapter, but— I— I thought it was fine. It was okay. But I just find myself, before I click on the link, already bored. Yep. Uh, so I'm, like, not looking forward to this. It's clear. And I, I just don't think it has anything going for it yet. Yeah, and I think... That's the biggest issue. I mean, I talked about how much I love Niso Yisin before this was published, how I think he can do no wrong. I believe he can do one wrong. It is called Cypher <laughs> Academy now. I don't yeah. think this is... This series is just not very good. Um, And it showed its twist hand too early maybe uh maybe the reveal that the glass the girl who gave out the glasses was maybe not a good person should have been saved for the end of the first volume i don't know i just i just don't like this very much i really want to i'm gonna keep reading it um until it just absolutely loses me with something bad because i don't think you're right i don't think it's been bad yet i just think it's been boring and mediocre which is in ways worse but yeah and you know i i think uh God, what's that thing in Star Trek where he did this maneuver that nobody expected him to do? Oh, the the Kobamari Maru or something like that? The, yeah. uh, Kobayashi Maru. That's so that's Yeah, Kobayashi uh, Maru. Yeah, there you go. The main character does something like that where they don't lose anything from the bet they failed because... Yeah, it, that was they, maybe the most disappointing part of this whole chapter was, oh, they didn't bring it back in time. And then the consequence of that is nothing. It, that yeah, that they, they feels. That's why this chapter felt really bad to me. Yeah, they picked the secret third option, even though this isn't like a contra contractual bet or whatever. Yeah. It's just a bet between two peoples. Yeah. Anyway, I don't love just, it. I think we'll talk working. about this again in a month or two. See if it 
has completely fallen off or gotten any better. But uh, the other one is we got chapter two of Fabricant 100, which I forgot to cut the little thing out of when I took his picture of it. Um, this is still okay. I, I still don't love this. How are you feeling? Uh, I like it better than you do, probably, but I also don't love it. I think it's 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 fine. It's pretty good. Yeah, this feels uh, also just kind of generic. It has a really interesting uh, kind of world-building setup thing. Like, oh, okay, 100 fabricants built. They're sort of robots that have drives. and then But then they're all... I, I don't know. It just isn't... It doesn't I, feel like it's going to do anything interesting with that. It feels like it's just going to be this... Uh, this maid girl protecting the boy and fighting the other fabricants and the boy trying to teach her to be a better human. Like I can call out exactly where this ends. If it gets, you know, 150, 200 chapters, like I know exactly how the series is ending. Right. Like, right. We, we both do that. The, the maid will end up not super desiring. Predictable. Boy's body. Yeah. 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 But I, I do think one interesting thing did occur in this chapter. One, one like a part that I thought was well written is that there's like a one panel flashback on why these fabricants like want want i mean of course they strive for perfection by stealing human body parts but uh this the the hundredth one the the best one uh had like a little flashback with her creator where the creator was lamenting missing perfection yet again yeah didn't my creations are not perfect so and it's clear he's probably doing this with all of them uh which creates these weird complexes within them you know because they're they're people at the end of the day, they're they're still like living, breathing, emotionally aware beings, even yeah. if they're different from humans. So I thought that was I thought that was an interesting onus to why they're all fucked up because yeah. the creator is influencing them from childhood. Yeah, like, this this yeah. series still has a chance to change my mind, but it feels it feels kind of like all of the other canceled things where they will they'll kind of brush up against interesting topics and they'll kind of go, Hey, look, this is interesting. And then they'll back away from it and they won't fully invest into it. I would definitely be interested to see like more fabricants to have conversation with them, understand stuff like that. My guess is that there's one or two more fabricants in the cast by the time this is uh, canceled or continued. But yeah, just again, just kind of, just kind of middling on it. Uh, We'll follow up again on two or three months, or if something big happens, maybe. Yeah, let's. Uh, we'll finish out a volume. I think. I think it has potential. Um, I think the weakest part about it is still probably the art, which feels a bit. It's just plain uh, and static. Yeah, yeah, yeah it just feels static. All right, let's let's tear into the worst shonen. It's actually not the worst shonen of all time, which is sad. My the most hero disappointing Academia. shonen. Yeah. Yes, the most disappointing shonen is a good one. This is chapter three seventy five, chaotic confusion. Which is a good title for Mr. Horikoshi, if you just wanted to slap that title on all his writing in general, <laughs> for the past four or five years. Chaotic Confusion. Um, <laughs> man, what is going on with this series? Uh, I don't fucking know, bro. Let's, uh, let's start here. The reason that we label it as most disappointing is, I think the start, and I would say the start of My Hero Academia, chapter one, through about the end of the Yakuza arc. And even though I think the Yakuza arc was a little bit weaker than what came before it, I still think it was pretty good. Um, that section of My Hero Academia is really decent with some really good stuff in it. The um, the sports festival where they fight each other 
that's some of the best stuff in the whole series. Maybe the best stuff, maybe the best stuff in the whole series is Deku versus Todoroki, right? Where he's like breaking his fingers to fight him and Todoroki won't use his fire side because it's his dad's and he doesn't like his dad, but then he does. Yeah, that's that was good favorite, stuff. That's uh, like, that's some I, really yeah. good stuff. That's some. I think that's good writing. That's good character building. It's good action. It's interesting power interactions. Um, it was like one of the last times Deku lost in a fight. Yes, I mean, and and Next well, to the even going. yeah, and so even up through the vigilante stuff, right, where you get what's the little girl's name with the I can reverse your airy airy yeah. Um, it is definitely still cool at that time to know, like, hey, Deku will still destroy himself if he tries too hard. We see that happen. Having Aerie ride on his back and reverse all the stuff, that's a cool power-up. And it's temporary, and you know that he won't always have that. The problem has been, since that time, Deku has, like, not hurt himself. Or I guess, okay, right after that is you get uh, one for all versus all for one. That's really the last good part of the series. Which I yeah. think that's right after the the vigilante, or is it before? It might be before the vigilante. I'm trying to remember now. Which vigilante arc? You're, you're uh, sorry, not vigilante. You're talking. I'm uh, yakuza arc. With oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The yakuza arc, yeah. It, it might be uh, right before. I don't remember. I think it, it is was. Before, it was actually. before. It was before. Yeah. That's the that's the last really well written part. The yakuza arc is okay, and then everything I, after I, that is bad. I think Mirio as a character was fucking awesome in that arc. Yeah, um, Mirio's great. That, that, that arc was just uh, Deculus the whole time um, until the end where they needed him to fight the main bad guy. Uh, but I also thought it was interesting without Deku and him showing up at the end to fight the main bad guy was annoying and frustrating for me. Yeah. Even with, with the airy backpack. With Shonen, I'm always kind of of two minds because most of them, most of them have big casts. And they generally go one of two ways, right? Which is, you either do one piece where huge cast, ever-expanding, more and more people, but uh, Luffy is always the main character, right? He always comes back, his fight is always the most important, he is always present. Um, I recently read Fire Force, Shinra and Fire Force is the same way. Fire Force does this, right, where... There's a big cast, it ever expands, they have their own little fights, but it almost always comes back to Shinra's fight as sort of the most important or the biggest part of it. Um, That's My fine. Hero doesn't yeah. know what it wants to do, and it also has a, a bad main character who's boring and stupid, and so when it does focus on him, that also doesn't feel good. So, you get this, I have this weird double feeling where um, the parts that are more cast focused on the other parts of the cast sometimes are really good and really interesting and then sometimes coming back to Deku I think okay this will be good and interesting the problem is side cast is not developed enough I don't care about anyone and the other problem is Deku is not interesting not cool not good overpowered so I don't care about that either so neither of those work in my hero academia for me yeah and if you think about it like um my annoyance was Deku didn't do shit that whole arc and then showed up to kill Steel at the end. Yeah. But if you look at one of my favorite One Piece arcs, Skypiea, Luffy was in a giant snake the whole arc. But when he showed up to fight the big bad who wiped his crew and everyone else in L, yeah. um, it was exactly one of those moments. Except the difference is I felt hyped during that moment. I was yes. like, oh shit, let's go. Except in My Hero Academia, I did not feel hyped. And I 
have to parse why that is, but I also think it's just because I don't think Deco's interesting. I think that's the big issue, right? The, the real issue with My Hero Academia, when you boil it down, is that Kohei Horikoshi, God bless the man, an amazing artist, a great action artist, decent paneling when he has the time. He just does not know how to write or he is not given the time to think about his writing. And it's just poorly written. Like, and it isn't even the dialogue. Like, the the page-to-page writing, the the words on the page are good. It's the decision-making around the story elements that just do not work. Yeah, I, I honestly think he has interesting ideas all around. I yeah, think, he uh, does. But tw- Twice was a fascinating and good character. Twice was I a think... well-written character, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he was the best-written character. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I'm thinking about stuff like... Uh, like, what's the... Who's the bird guy? Uh, Hawks. Hawks. So I remember two or three years ago, whenever this happened, right, there was a reveal that Hawks was a double agent. And this yeah. is This all happens in one chapter, these things I'm about to tell about. There's a reveal that Hawks is a double agent. And then, like, I think two pages later, it's revealed that, no, he's not a double agent, he's a triple agent, he's actually still a good guy. And, like, stuff like that is like, man, at least leave it for the end of a chapter. Like, at least give people a week to, like, think about, oh, is he a double agent? But it's like, no. You just reveal, like, oh, he's a double agent. Like, oh, wow, that's that's big news. Everyone likes Hawks. He's the number two hero. He's been really cool and a really, you know, fascinating character. Wow, if he's a double agent, what does that mean? It means nothing because you only get two pages of him being a double agent before before he's not yeah. a double agent anymore. It's like, yeah, it, writing the- like that just is pervasive in My Hero Academia, and it's just dog shit. It's like that guy in Star Wars yelling, I'm the spy. Uh, that's exactly what it reminds me of. Um, Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, that that red-haired guy in Star Wars, the new Star Wars, where like there's a rebel spy amongst the Empire, and the dude during one of the scenes just yells, I'm the spy, because oh, I God. hate Kylo I, Ren. I, like, I blocked, uh, that's probably in 9, and I've blocked that from my memory. So That's in 9, yeah, that's in yeah. 9. It's really bad. It reminds me of that, but uh, you're right. It, like just linger on shit for a little longer yeah i mean the other thing that really pisses me off is i'm i mean everyone knows that flashbacks are i'm not gonna say they're necessary they're an often used part of shonen right you're sort of telling a story in the present time you need to know what happened in the past tons of flashbacks in shonen hori is maybe the worst user of flashbacks i have ever seen like ever of all time this year this year or maybe last year he had an arc that started, or like the end of a chapter was like, okay, we're here, we're ready to attack the hospital, I think it was. That's like the end of the chapter, right? We're here, we're set up, we're ready to go. Start of the next chapter, eight days earlier. In that eight days earlier, there's a flashback to like two weeks before that. Catches back up to the eight days earlier, catches back up to the present day. And he's done that, he's done that exact thing three or four times since then. Where he's done a fly, like a double flashback or hey, we're ready to start the next thing, the next, and it's like, oh, we'll start with the flashback that doesn't make sense. I cannot stand the way he uses flashbacks. They're just, Some it's real just Inception, awful. Inception-esque shit when it doesn't need to be. Yeah, and it it's, so going back to the um, planned writing versus discovery writing, we talked about with Araki and Jojo, Hori 
is Discovery writing a story that should have been planned? And that's the issue, right? Is he doesn't know, is he gets to the end of a chapter and he says, all right, we're here, I'm ready for this. And he starts the next chapter and goes, hmm, well, I think we actually need to flash back and show this thing. And then in that flashback, hmm, I didn't plan this very well. I need to flash back again. And so we'll do those two. And it's, so he's doing this like really poor version of Discovery writing that just does not do any service. I know that when you and I have talked in the past years, I've been begging, begging, uh, WSJ to just give him like a month break or six months. I, I really think that if before this final arc, if Hori had taken like three to six months off to think about it and plan it, I think this last arc would have been really good because I think the ideas and the best parts of My Hero Academia, which are the start, I think those are ideas that had been bouncing around in his head for a long time that he had kind of you know planned out and edited and figured out, oh, this is the best and coolest way to go around and do this. And then again, once you get, you know, I think it's about 130, 150 chapters in that the story just stops being good and we're at 375 now. So over half of this series has not been good. Once he's sort of tried to, once he's sort of tried to do discovery writing and not had time to bounce his ideas around in his head, they've just not been good. And I've been begging for him to get a better editor. I, I think editor's a hard call to make because I do think when you have a really popular property, you don't want to... You know, you don't want them to turn in a chapter and for you to say, this is bad, this doesn't make any sense, why are there two flashbacks in the same chapter? Rewrite it all, Hori, please. But I do think that's what he needs. He needs more time to think about it. Again, I think the series ends before he gets that, which is why, you know, after My Hero Academia, I hope he does a shorter version thing. I'm, I'm looking forward to what he does next if he does something. I think it'll be good. His art is still amazing. Man, his writing is so poor. He needs time to think about things and time to plan and a better editor. And he doesn't have any of those things. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a shame, right? Because like the words on the page here just don't make any sense since we've always yeah. known Togo as a villain. But like, look at the character design and shading. It's, it's so good. Dope. His character design yeah. is so good. Uh, I I think you're right, man. It's um, I think it's a it's a dude who's like I have one year before I am taking some pto you know i'm done with this in a year and he announced that and then he's like oh shit i have 80 characters whose character arcs i have to wrap up in some way and a bunch of villains you know what am i gonna fucking do and i think he's speed running at the moment for sure this Um, ending is uh, not even rushed because i mean it is rushed for most character things but again he's not hasn't done too well with his characters um We'll, we're running a little long, so we'll touch just briefly on the fact that the other thing that really, really bothers me about Hori, and this is a problem for, this is a problem for Shonen in general, I would say, is that generally their female characters are not as strong as their male characters, to put it nicely. Oh, 100%. They, they get no screen time at all, ever. Yeah, and it's, I mean... There are shonen with well-written female characters, like I just finished Fire Force, I mentioned a week or two ago. Um, That does not have a focus on female characters, but I do think it has a couple of pretty well-written ones that matter and make sense. Um, I think think My Hero Academia might have the worst, some of the worst female character writing I have ever seen. Yeah, I I agree. And with... Almost zero screen time. They shouldn't all be failing the Bechdel test like they are. You know. Um, do you, Do you know what the Bechdel test is? Yeah, yeah. The the so the the Bechdel test. Uh, Bechdel. Bechdel. 
I thought it was Bechdel. I don't know. I I think it's French. Who knows how you say it? Uh, That is a test where it's, I think it was initially developed for movies or TV or both. Um, Two female characters on screen having a discussion that is not about a male or related to a male, right? If that happens, the it is said you get a check mark, it passes the Bechdel test, right? And right. if you go and apply that to a lot of media, you will be surprised about how few movies actually pass the Bechdel test. Oh. I, I'd be surprised as to how blatantly this fails it. Because this fight this is the final fight with the yeah. girls and Toga and whatnot. This is yeah, this and, is kind of the the climax of the female arc, right? This is our main love interest. Ha 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 ha. Laugh that up. Uh, versus Toga, the sort of main female bad guy. And they literally cannot have a conversation without mentioning Deku. And it's like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> and their last lines to each other is like, I really wanted to talk about romance. I, this the is the next like, thing, yeah. <laughs> I have it. I know I grabbed this page specifically for this because it's dog shit. It's the word, it's so bad. <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, dot, 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 me too, or something like that. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, God, it's bad. It's bad, fellas. It's bad. His female writing is bad. If you're like, I, I, I would not recommend to anyone to consume My Hero Academia. I don't think it's worth your time. If you're watching the anime and you're into it, cool, great. If you're a girl, ah, avoid this. Avoid this at all costs would be my advice. Um, so yeah, end of the day. My Hair Academia is bad. It has been bad for years. It is not going to get better. The end is probably going to have some good art and maybe be hype and still just going to be bad. So it's and ending next year, we assume. My final thoughts on it, generally, uh, this is the climax as as we talked about. It's like this feels like the last few fights, maybe a few more. Um, none of the heroes are dealing any damage to the villain, really, because yeah. uh, main character has to do it. So all the chapters where they're fighting him seem completely pointless. And they are because the ma- the villain isn't getting hurt. Uh, they have insane plot armor right now. Yeah. It's uh, insane. You get like a yeah. four page spread of Deku charging up, you know, us America hyper smash and it just mm-hmm. doesn't work. And it's like, why, why draw that many pages of buildup for no impact? And it's not just Deku. It's like every character every is character. doing their ultimate, ultimate move. And then the next, next one, next chapter is like, Oh, he shrugged it off. Damn. There's a uh, lot of the sort of JoJo, yeah. but not in the fun way of, I, oh, I knew you would do that, and I planned around this. Like, someone mentioned, I think, in the Reddit comments, maybe it was this chapter or last week, of like, wasn't this whole attack and plan by the heroes supposed to be a surprise, and then somehow the bad guys have planned around it perfectly also? I don't know. It's, it makes sense. Again, the writing is just not good. Uh, I love Hori. I... My hope for Hori is that his next series, he is the artist and the designer, and someone else writes for him. I think... I think if so, I think if he had a slightly better writer, and he was doing the art, he would have an even bigger smash hit than my hero, right? So yeah, he needs someone to write for him so he can actually take his time. And yeah, so he can take time on the art, not not get distracted. Uh, for uh, sure. Yeah, it, it makes no sense because they were all abducted in a parking garage to different places on Earth. Yeah, uh, they were so surprised, the but then it's like, oh, we planned for this, and it's all coming together. I. I can't. I just can't. I can't. It's like, I'm. Head. I'm betting on Spinner. It's like, why? Why are you betting on Spinner? He has no powers, and the heroes just fail to defend that point for some reason. I don't know. Okay, whatever. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, uh, I'm. <laughs> it's it's emotionally draining for me to talk about this series because I, I, it's it's one of the few series that I hate read. Right? Like, I don't enjoy reading this most weeks, uh, and I read it because it's fun f- to talk to you and just shit yeah, on it. How bad it is. On. 
almost that, everything else. Anything I, else this bad, I would have dropped by now. But yeah, you know, you read three hundred chapters or something. It's like, well, I but, have to see it through, and it's felt like it's been ending for about a year now. So, I, you know. I too am, am balls deep in the sunk cost fallacy of this. Absolutely, series. sunk cost fallacy with My Hero Academia. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, wait, hold on, real quick. I do want to talk thing. since since we're not going to talk about uh, Hero Academia for a bit. Um, Bakugo got his heart punched out by Shigaraki, the main villain. And this uh, teacher named Spinner, um, we don't know his powers because he never got any screen, screen time, does a heroic sacrifice by turning himself into string and going inside his body. Oh, and, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Edshot, sorry. Yeah. I, I said Spinner, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and weaving his heart back together but at the cost of his own life. Uh, and yeah. first of all, I don't think Hori determined Edshot's power when he named him Edshot. No. It's paper. <laughs> because it has nothing to do with it. Also, yeah. also a call-out. Before that happened, guess what we got for Edshot? It was a fucking flashback. Oh, did we really? I yes, don't there's a flashback it. before he goes inside. <laughs> like, literally. And it's right before he kills himself to save Bakugo. I, yeah. can we, let's, can we please move on? Tell me about yeah, your one more thing. It's, it's Ludwig's mogul moves chess boxing. Oh, right. I thought that was your one more thing, too. But uh, we both watched that. I changed mine because you picked it, so yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, we both watched that. It was fun as fuck. It was great, uh, yeah. I mean, Ludwig, Ludwig if you liked the creators who were in it, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I am I love Chris Broad. Uh, I I watched a million Abroad in Japan videos before I even went for the first time. Um, so seeing him up there was, was great. Uh, he was clearly outclassed by the other boxer, but he won via chess, which is perfect. And they went all uh, rounds, which is which is the fun fight to watch. Oh yeah, and short description is basically uh, you do a round of uh, boxing, then you do a round of chess, then a round of boxing, then a round of chess. Oh yeah, so the you, way they did it was two minutes it, of chess, it, ninety seconds of boxing, three times, and then one more four minutes of chess. If it hasn't been decided by then, so and seven if you total get, rounds. If you either get checkmate or TKO, uh, yep. checkmate or TKO wins it. Yeah, very fun. Um, the best fights, uh, Point Crow versus Disguised Toast was a good one. They went, I think, all the rounds and ended up chess. Uh, oh, yeah, chess, chess ended up deciding theirs. Chris Broad was great. I thought the girls, I can't remember the the Russian girl's name who won, but uh, Andrea Botez and her fought. I, that was a really like good good fight and good chess because they're both really highly rated chess players. Um, yeah. That one was was fun to watch. Uh, just, just a fun, fun idea for a sport. I, I know that people had done chess boxing before, but yeah, I no, mean, it's a, it's like an actual recognized sport that it has competition. So, yeah, but uh, it's it's good seeing it in like the mainstream. Uh, it's it's just a really good idea because yeah, surely your brain gets rattled. Uh, I mean, you could tell, right? I you yeah. could see in the first two minutes of chess. Okay, they are all playing normal chess, and then after the first round, the chess guys were like, "Oh, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Nobody's playing good. Nobody's making the right decisions. They missed the big thing." So it's really interesting yeah. to see, like, if you could keep up your chess play after getting punched in the face a couple times, like, you won, like, you won pretty easy. One guy forgot how to play chess. Was it? Box, box. It was uh, Chris Chris Broad's one. opponent, I think, in the very last round, just, like, he had not been playing chess very much, I think. And so he made, like, yeah. four legal moves in a row, and they had to stop and go back, which is, you know, sad, but also, like, well, I mean, you know, you're getting punched he, out, so. True, and he was a last-minute fill, so that That's was, like, true, uh. Yeah. Uh, all in all, good, good shit. Uh, yeah, what about fun. you, Bruce? Uh, so uh, what, I, what, so this just—I read this just today. Um, 
there was a post on on our manga that was just like, oh, good art. Where is this from? And I was like, oh, that is a good art. What is that from? This is a series called Versus Evil uh, by Takashi Yomoyama. Um, it's interesting. It was horny and violent, lots of ecchi, uh, lots of gore and violence. And there is a second part of it that I'm reading that's called... Oh, I have to find it on my phone. Um, the second part of it is called Endergeister, which I have heard is better. Um, but it was like... It's a funny name. Yeah, I, it's like, it's German, the guy, the main protagonist. So at the end of this series, like this big cataclysm event happens and Endergeister is like the fallout of that, I guess. It's pretty huh. interesting. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like 19 chapters. And so it was super easy read. Uh, it's definitely the kind of thing where you don't... I don't think I read some pages. Sometimes you could just look and you go, okay, they're going to talk and then they're going to fight another ghost or whatever. Um, but the the idea is that there's this this guy on the front page like possesses a girl's body sometimes to fight, but he's always like in her mind and they talk to each other. It's pretty interesting. The art's really good. Um, I, yeah, it, it was okay. I'm just kind of doing that. I'm, I'm reading this and then I'm read. I've read... 30 chapters maybe now of Sakamoto days. It's also very good. Uh, nice. All the, all the, the fights are hype, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's about it. Uh, I, I thought this would be like a Ash versus evil dead kind of thing. It, I mean, it is kind of, there's like exorcists and it's about kind of exercising, killing other ghosts and demons and body possession stuff. So it's very kind of classic tropey horror. There's some, there's some science involved. The the main character of a the main character of Endergeister is like a huge movie buff, and so when they give him a new code name, he like comes to Japan. They call him Akira Kurosawa, like the the great director. Ah, so yeah. And apparently, I some of the comments said that like, oh, there's a bunch of good movie references in in Endergeister. So looking forward to that. It it looks like this is like an Evil Dead reference in the cover. Yeah, I think yeah. I think for yeah. sure it is. So. So, yeah, anything else you want to chat about before we call it an end and pull the plug? Yeah, let's talk about the flaws of Hero Academia for another two hours. No, God, please no. Save you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, I'm throwing it. It's, it's ending. Thanks for listening or watching. Uh, if you are listening to us and you want to watch us, we are live on the Black, the White, Gray, Black YouTube channel um, every Monday night or Tuesday night, usually Monday night at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, the VODs should be up in the next day on the podcast channel and uh if you're watching us keep in mind that the podcast is an audio format now where most podcasts are found specifically we're on apple podcasts and spotify um if you want to support me and the channel check out my patreon at patreon.com slash wgb manga or check me out on twitter at wgb manga and as always thank you so much for being with us and don't forget to read more manga